Hello, everyone. So today's podcast, I'm kind of going to be talking about another ingredient for faith. You know, in the last podcast, I talked about being justified by grace and how really that is a foundational revelation for living a life of faith. You know, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. And so, you know, really, as I was just meditating on these things and meditating on what it really means to believe God and to have faith that doesn't shrink back, to have faith that never quits, to have faith that believes the word of God, even in the midst of all opposition and, you know, really what it takes to get to that point. And so, you know, what I really felt like the Lord had impressed upon my heart is that, you know, faith, what's going to cause your faith to be that rock solid, you know, tenacity that you never quit. You never give up. You never, you never get to a place where you just doubt the word of God. Really, it comes from your encounter with God. You know, that's what's so awesome about Christianity. We're not just believing um, a religious doctrine. We're not just believing a book. We can actually know the one who has promised. We can actually know Jesus himself. You can encounter him for yourself. You know, it's one thing to know about someone. You know, you could know about President Donald Trump. You can read all about him. You can read all about the details of his past, his family life, all this kind of stuff, but that doesn't mean that you've met him. So obviously there's a ton of people who know all about Jesus. They've read all the details. Maybe they've read the Bible, but really there's a total difference when God makes himself real in your life and you have an actual encounter with the living Christ, because I'm telling you, that is what's going to cause you. You may believe the word of God, but you know, it really, when when things come against you, when opposition comes, do you just throw in the towel and back off the word of God? You know, because really your encounter with God is what's going to cause you to never back off because, you know, your confidence is rooted in the person that promised. You know, if your spouse tells you something or your best friend tells you something, you're a lot more likely to believe what they said than, you know, just an acquaintance or someone that you've never met if you read it online or something, you know? And so really knowing the one who promised by having a real encounter with God is going to cause you that when doubt tries to come, when fear tries to come, when opposition tries to come, that encounter that you've had with God, when you think back to it or when you look back on it and you realize that how real it was when God made himself real to you, that is going to cause you to literally have unshakable faith. And so I wanted to read this scripture in 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. This scripture is absolutely absolutely incredible. You know, I remember the day that this scripture became so real to me and, you know, I can relate. Honestly, I can relate with the apostle Paul as he's writing this, you know, he's writing to his son in the faith, um, Timothy. And, you know, he, he's telling him like, Hey, I'm being persecuted. You know, it's bad, but he says right here in verse 12, for this reason, I suffer all these things. You know, he's talking about how, because he was appointed to, to preach the gospel of grace to the Gentiles. And he says, for this reason, I suffer these things. But nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know him whom I have believed. And I am persuaded beyond doubt that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. 
And so that phrase, man, I remember when that phrase became so real to me, it says, for I know him whom I have believed. I'm not just believing some religious doctrine. I'm not just believing the words of a book. I'm not just believing something that I heard. No, I know him personally. I know the one who promised. I know him whom I have believed. I know the one I've put my trust in. I know the one I've put my faith in. I know the one that all my hope is in him. You know, to have a personal encounter with him to the point where you can honestly say that you intimately know him. And so, you know, I looked up that word in the Greek, that word know, it actually means a knowing by seeing. That, that, that you've actually seen that person. And so obviously the apostle Paul here is making a clear reference to his encounter that he had with Jesus on the Damascus road. When he saw Jesus, he said it was at noon and Jesus shined brighter than the noonday sun. He had a, an encounter where he saw the glory of God. He saw Jesus for himself. It was no longer somebody telling him about it. It wasn't because he read it in a book. He actually encountered Jesus Christ. And that encounter is what caused him that he said here, I am not ashamed. Though I suffer persecution, though people are coming against me, though all these religious leaders try to stop me and shut me up, I cannot be stopped and I will not be ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because I know him whom I have believed. I've seen him for myself. I've heard his voice for myself. I've encountered him for myself. I've tasted his love for myself. And for that reason, I'm not ashamed and I'm persuaded beyond doubt. I am persuaded beyond doubt persuaded beyond doubt that he is able he is able to keep that which I've committed to him you know Paul had committed his life to Jesus Christ and he was absolutely convinced absolute have you gotten to that point where you are absolutely persuaded beyond doubt that God's word is true that God is faithful that God's going to deliver that which he has promised to you are you absolutely persuaded beyond doubt that God is not a man that he should lie nor is he the son of man that he would change his mind and so you know really the apostle Paul because of that encounter that is why he had some of the greatest faith ever His encounter with Jesus is what caused him to literally never back off from that which he believed. And so this scripture in Acts 24, 14, you know, this is another scripture. I relate with this scripture. It's, you know, he says that um, he's telling these these, um, elders, he's telling these people in the government, he's telling them, Hey, you know, I believe the scriptures and I believe all that was written in the law and the prophets to the point that they call it heresy. They, they, the religious leaders of this day called Paul a heretic because of the, the way that he believed the scriptures fully. He believed the word of God to the point that they called him a heretic. And let me tell you, it's the same today. I mean, literally, the the ministers who carry some of the greatest revelation here on this earth today are attacked more than anything. And people want to say that they're a heretic. People want to, you know, people come against the doctrine of prosperity like no other. People come against the doctrine of divine health like no other. People come against Pentecostal speaking in tongues like no other. Why? Because you believe God's word to the point that it makes religious people so uncomfortable that they call you a heretic. And, you know, it's like some of the greatest men of God, a lot of tons of people like, 
you know, Kenneth Copeland, Joseph Prince, um, Rodney Howard Brown, some of the greatest men of God that are walking in, in such depths of revelation of God's word. There is so much attack and so much criticism against them because they've had that encounter. They've had that encounter where the light of God's word has broken forth and it's become so real to them that literally they can say they, they believe this word to the point that people call it heresy. And so, you know, the apostle Paul that's exactly what they thought about him. That's exactly what they thought about him. But what I love is because he had that encounter, because he had had that encounter with Jesus, it caused him, no matter the persecution, no matter the way you slander me, no matter the way you criticize me, no matter if you beat me, no matter if you throw me in prison, no matter if you take my life, I'm not going to back off of preaching the good news about God's grace. And he said right here in Acts 20 verse 24, he's talking about his persecution. He's talking about the way that all these people, these religious people kept coming against him. And what did he say? But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I might finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus, which is to testify of the good news of God's grace. Paul said, None of these things move me. You know, what causes somebody to get so convinced about something that there is absolutely nothing that can move them, that there's absolutely nothing, not even death. The apostle Paul said, I don't even count my life dear to myself, but he he said, I focus all my energy on this one thing, finishing my race and carrying out the ministry that Jesus has given me. What causes somebody to get convinced, to get persuaded beyond doubt to that degree? was nothing other than his encounter with Jesus. When he encountered Jesus for himself, when it just, it didn't just become a written rules of regulation, but it was the the living word became so real to him. He encountered Jesus for himself. And so that's why he goes on to say in Acts 20, he says, for I have not shrank back or kept back or fallen short from declaring to you the whole counsel of God because he was so convinced. And he said, none of these things will move me. I will continue to preach the whole counsel of God's word. I don't care what religious leaders upset about it. I don't care who comes against it. I don't care if, if it's offensive because the Bible says, you know, the gospel is an offense, especially the, the gospel of grace is an offense to the human mind. It's an offense to human religion, to, you know, all that kind of stuff to the human pride. And he said, but because I'm not going to let any of these things move me. I will not compromise the purity of the gospel. He said, I will not shrink back from declaring to you the whole counsel of God, the whole counsel of God. I'm not going to back off from this one thing because people don't like it. I'm not going to tell you the truth about, I'm not going to not tell you the truth about this because people are coming against me because there's opposition. No, he said, He said, I will not shrink back from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. And so that is, you know, going back to it's because of that encounter that he had with Jesus that he could be so convinced, so convinced. You know, Hebrews 10 39, we are not of those that draw back, but we are of those that have faith. What's going to cause you to be of that kind of Christian that never draws back? I don't care what comes against me. I don't care if there's opposition on every side. I believe the word of God. I believe the scriptures. I believe what God has said, and I cannot be talked out of it. When doubt comes, When discouragement comes, I think back to that encounter that I had with Jesus and every doubt, every discouragement loses its hold on me because I know him whom I have believed. And so I want to read this other scripture too, 2 Corinthians 4, 
2 Corinthians 4, 8, you know, this is again, the apostle Paul talking about this very thing because of his encounter with Jesus, because he was so convinced he was able to say, we may be pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We may be perplexed, but we're never driven to despair. We are hunted down, but we're never abandoned by God. We may get knocked down, but we are not ever destroyed. And then he goes on to say, we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith that the psalmist had. I believed God, therefore I spoke. So he said, what I'm carrying on the inside of me is so real. You can come against me on every side, but I cannot be crushed. I cannot be destroyed because what I'm carrying is so real. I'm so convinced of this Jesus that I'm, I serve. I'm so convinced of what God has shown me. Therefore, I continue to preach because I carry the same kind of faith that the psalmist had. I carry the same kind of faith that it's so real to me that I have to speak it out. I have to preach it. I have to preach God's word. You know, that's faith expresses itself through words. So, you know, what's the proof that you've had a real genuine encounter with God is that you can't shut up about it. You can't shut up about God's word. People try to close your mouth. People try to mask you up. People try to tell you to be quiet, to calm down. But, oh, you can't can't stop. You can't help but speaking of the things that you've seen and heard. You can't help but speaking of the things that you've seen and heard. Why? Because you've had that encounter. Let me tell you, without if you've never had that encounter with God, it will be very easy for people to shut you up, to shut you down. Because, you know, there's Christians, they, they say that they believe the word of God, but as soon as opposition comes, as soon as persecution comes, as soon as the devil comes to try to steal the word, they just give it up. And then they shut up, they're discouraged, they're, they're, they begin to doubt what God has said. But I'm telling you that once you have that encounter with God, when that opposition tries to come, when doubt tries to come, when fear tries to come and you think back to that encounter that you've had with God, it, it drives out. Let me tell you, it drives out every form of doubt. It's like, how can I doubt when I know him whom I have believed? I'm not just believing a, a book. I'm not just believing something that I read. No, I know him personally. I've encountered him. And you know, that's why I relate with this so much because you know, I've had, I've had, you know, a handful of encounters with God that have marked my life. You know, every Christian, you're going to have, you know, at least a few encounters with God that really, really mark your life, that you encounter God in such a way that you are never the same. And so I want, that's why I wanted to talk about this, not to discourage you. Maybe you haven't had that encounter yet where you feel like Jesus is so real to you. But I, I say this not to discourage you, but to encourage you to press in more than ever, to, to press in for that encounter because it's available to whosoever will. You know, what's so awesome about the apostle Paul too is that he didn't, he didn't walk with Jesus in his earthly ministry. The apostle Paul was in the same position that we're in. He didn't know Jesus after the flesh. He wasn't one of the disciples that was there in his earthly ministry, seeing it all take place. He had a spiritual revelation of who Christ was. And the same thing is available to us. And so that's why it's so important to press in for that encounter with God. Because, you know, I can, I can, the reason I relate with this so much is because I can say in my own life, no matter what tries to come in, if you, you like doubt tries to come or whatever, all I got to do is literally think back to my encounter with Jesus and every doubt, it becomes like, 
a joke, basically, because it's like my encounter that I've had with Jesus is so real to me that I can't be talked out of this. I don't care what comes against me. I cannot be persuaded otherwise. I am persuaded beyond doubt of the things that Jesus has shown unto me, of the things that Jesus has spoken unto me. I've seen him. I've heard his voice for myself. I can't be convinced out of it. And so, you know, it even reminds me too of that story in the book of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. True servants of God, you know, they knew that they knew the God that they served and that's why they were fearless. And so when the king told them, you know, to bow down to the idol, to bow down to the, the statue and they refused, you know, they, then the king, the king called them in and he was, he, the Bible says that his face was distorted with rage. He was angry that they would not bow to his God. And you know what they said? They said, oh, king, we're not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God is able to deliver us from the fire, but even if he doesn't, we will never bow to your God. And so what was that? Was that lack of faith? They said, even if he doesn't, were they, were they doubting whether God was going to deliver them? No, they were displaying something that's even higher than faith. When you have an encounter with God, you enter into a realm that's even higher than faith. They trusted the God that they serve. Even higher than faith is when you trust God, that they were able to say, even if our God doesn't deliver us, we're so convinced of the God that we serve and we know him to the point where we would never, ever, ever, ever bow to another God. We will never compromise. We will never bend our knee. We will never back down from the God that we serve and from what we believe because we know him. We know him for ourselves. We trust him with our lives. And so that's why I love that so much. Our God is able to deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we will never bow to your God. We will never bow to your God. And so, you know, that's really, when you have that encounter with God and you know him for yourself, that's what's going to cause you to be the type of Christian that's like, you know, even if it costs me my life, even if it costs me my life, we will never bow. We will never back down from God's word. We believe his word. We believe the gospel. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it alone is the power of God unto salvation. And when God makes himself real in your life, when only you know what God has done in your life. Only you know what God has done for you and the way that you've encountered him. But let me tell you, when you encounter him in that way and you become so convinced you will become an unstoppable Christian and you will join the company of Christians that's of those that do not draw back but of those that have faith no matter what that having done all you will stand you will continue to stand for God's word you'll stand for the gospel you know in the days ahead now more than ever do we need to become so convinced that we're never going to back down and so that's why I encourage you to press in more than ever if you haven't had that encounter with God I encourage you to press in for that encounter. And what's the proof that you've encountered Jesus in a real way is that you never quit. You never back down. You never, you never begin to doubt and, and just fall away. You continue to do what God's called you to do. You continue to serve the Lord. You continue to speak faith. It don't matter what's going on in my life. I'm going to continue to declare the word of God. I don't care how I feel by his stripes. I'm healed. I don't care what my bank account says. He has given me power to create wealth that you have the same spirit that the psalmist David had. I believe and therefore I spoke and I believe because I know him whom I have believed in Jesus name.
Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.